Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. With the breaking of the storm, the light in the kitchen went out. Feeling her way across the room to the sink, Aunt Mary Lane found the oil lamp and lighted it. Quickly, she closed the windows and left the kitchen to check the rest of the house. Coming back downstairs, she stopped. At the end of the hallway, she saw her niece, Peggy Douglas, standing by the open door. Peggy, for heaven's sake, child, close the door. Help me lower the window. Peggy! Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Wonder if the lights are on again now. Oh, well, no matter. This light is really far more pleasant, don't you think? If it weren't for its time and labor-saving virtues, I'd be strongly against electricity. Lamplight is so much friendlier. <sighs> there now. Peggy, come over here and sit down. Or was there something you were going to do? No. No, I haven't anything to do. Good. You sit down, dear. Listen. It's a comforting sound, isn't it? What? The rain. You know why I think people find it so soothing? Because it brings the feeling of home closer to them. It emphasizes the feeling of security. Does it? It can have the opposite effect, too. Peggy, is something the matter? No, nothing. Nothing. I just wanted to stop. Oh. No, I, I'd forgotten. Ever since you were a little girl, you've been upset by electrical storms. But this will soon be over. Just a summer storm. You know, your grandmother used to say that to us when we were children. Summer storm. I can remember so well if some little thing had hurt us. Of course, it, it seemed terribly important to us at the time. She'd say, Mary, it will blow over like a summer storm. When you wake up tomorrow morning, the sun will be shining and the world will be all right again. How convenient. But when you get older, there's a problem of memory. The sun may be bright in the morning, but you can still remember the night before. That's certainly a pessimistic thing to say. Darling, what's happened to you? When I left you a few minutes ago on the porch? Yeah. I know. But an awful lot can happen in a few minutes. Has something happened, child? In a few minutes, you can discover you've been wrong about someone. That's all it takes. Just a few minutes. And... Peggy. Peggy, dear, what is it? Oh, Aunt Mary, why do I always have to be fooled by someone? Why can't... Why can't... Peggy, what's happened? Won't you tell me? Oh, it... It doesn't matter. I should have known. You tried to tell me. To warn me. 
He told me I shouldn't come to any conclusions. I shouldn't shouldn't daydream. But I couldn't help it. How can you be cold and sane and logical when... I couldn't help the way I felt. I believed him. Tell me what's happened. Bill came by. Oh. What did he have to say? Well, the gist of his conversation was that he regrets having talked to me as he did the other day. You see, Aunt Mary, he's not asking Kit for a divorce. Did he say why she's going to California? Oh, no. He doesn't feel free to talk to me about his personal affairs. Really very funny, isn't it? Day before yesterday, he comes to me with all his troubles, tells me what a mistake his marriage has been, begs me to tell him how I feel about him, and now he's very sorry, but he's unable to discuss anything with me. Oh, my dear. Why did he have to do it? He was the one who came to me. I didn't start anything. I'd even succeeded in putting Bill out of my mind. I, I guess I've been mistaken about Bill all along. Peggy, somehow, I can't believe that Bill Mead would do anything to make you unhappy. Well, what he's done hasn't made me happy, I can tell you. There must be some explanation for his sudden change. Well, then why wouldn't he give it to me? Perhaps. Perhaps he couldn't. That's odd. That's what he said. How do you mean? Oh, he tried to talk to me about understanding and how I should have faith and that old familiar line. Just his way of trying to back out gracefully. Peggy, at this point, I, I must admit I don't understand very well. But maybe Bill's in some kind of difficulty. Perhaps there's something he isn't free to tell you. Something that would clarify this whole situation. Well, why wouldn't he be free to tell me? If there were anything to tell. He felt free enough to talk to me about his private affairs the other day. No, Aunt Mary. If he were through with Kit, if it were all over, he wouldn't have to hide anything from me. How do you know? Well, it's obvious. <laughs> I can remember how Bill used to talk last summer. Before Kit came into our lives. How wonderful it was. The way we could talk with each other. How few people were ever really honest. <laughs> now he doesn't even know the meaning of the word honesty. And Mary, why did I have to go through all this to find that out? I wish... Why didn't you teach me to be mistrustful of people? Oh. Peggy, what a silly thing to say. Why didn't you teach me you could never believe anyone entirely? That you should always be suspicious? That you should always protect yourself? Because that isn't right. It isn't right. You can sit there now and say... Peggy, when I discussed Bill with you, I warned you against anticipating the end of his problem before you yourself knew what it was. I warned you against wishful thinking. But I still can't believe that Bill Mead is a dishonest person. Nor a cruel one. How can you say that? You told me he asked for your understanding. I'd give it to him. Oh, you would? Oh, I don't mean by that you should plan any future with Bill. The mistakes that have been made may be too complex, 
too difficult to be straightened out. You and Bill, well, that may not be the right thing any longer. But I don't think you should believe he deceived you. When he told you his problem with Kit, I think he was earnest about it. How, when, and if he works it out. Whether or not you enter into that problem. Whether the solution of it could ever be the two of you together. That's something else again. But I don't think that boy has fooled you. I think Bill Mead knows his own mind. I never thought I'd hear you talk like this. Peggy, you want me to sympathize with you, and I do completely. But don't you see, child, I think... Well, I think you're so upset because you're angry with yourself. Angry because you came to conclusions before it was time. Well, I've learned. A lot of good it does me now, but I've learned. I'm through believing that everybody's good. You don't mean that. Oh, but I do. I'm sorry, Aunt Mary, but I can't agree with you about Bill. I... Do you still love him? No. I didn't think so. At this moment, I don't quite know how I feel. They say you can hate someone and still love them. But if I find that I have any feeling left for Bill Mead, Aunt Mary, I'm going to get rid of it. I'll destroy it so that nothing he ever does can affect me again. started to speak and changed her mind. She realized that for the moment any further argument would be futile. Was it just last week, Aunt Mary, that you were so happy about your niece? So pleased with her outlook on life? Now you have a very bitter and disillusioned young girl. And it isn't Sergeant Bill Meade who's really responsible. It's his wife, Kit. If only Peggy knew about Kit's coming child... That would change everything. She would know then that you were right about Bill. 